When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, movie trivia schmodown universe. We are so excited for season eight. Season eight is the biggest season that we have ever done. And we have launched the schmodown faction merch. That is right. Faction merch from all eight factions. They are available now. You like swag? Well, get a swag hoodie. Put on that hat with corruption hat. Put the shirt on. Get the championship design. Anytime you purchase faction merch, a percentage of the profits go into a pool. It is going to contribute to what the factions are playing for. Hell, I want to see them playing for $100,000, $200,000, $300,000. I want to see them playing for what they are able to play for, what they have deserved to play for. Who's the faction I'm supporting? Who do I want to win? And I get it. So head on over to the Skybound store now. The link is in the description of this video. If you're watching your favorite factions and you know when they're going to be competing, Put on the shirt, put on the hoodie, put on the hat, and let us know. Take some pictures, tweet it out, hashtag Schmodown, and we will retweet it and show everybody who you are supporting. Enjoy the match, enjoy the merch, and we'll see you next time. Welcome back to the movie trivia schmodown. It is the Inner Geekdom Tournament. It is the second match of the Inner Geekdom Tournament. I am Christian Harloff, joined today on the desk by my buddy, my pal, and the head writer of the movie trivia schmodown, PJ Campbell. What's up, Peach? How you feeling, buddy? Dude, I feel great. I am so excited. We have a huge debut today with Ethan Irwin jumping into IG for the first time, going up against Paul Oyama. Obviously, they've already met in singles. I am so excited to see what they can do together now in ig um well, yeah you, know, you, it's gonna be fun. you nailed it because that's that's the whole thing when amanu moses had that incredible victory against saul at the collision um that was the first question well who are the suspects going to put in the tournament now and we didn't know and i can tell you on the phone sam levine can also tell you i was shocked when he said and he and and Sam is very good at the way he delivers things. And he said, we, the suspects, are putting into the IG tournament, pause, Ethan Irwin. And I was like, wow, Ethan's going for it. And not only is he going for it, he's going for it against Paul Oyama, who is also not an IG guy by trade. He's good at IG. He played in the IG tournament, but that's not what he's known for. He's known for he's a former singles champion. He's been playing great in teams. So, uh, I mean, these guys are, like, destined to keep playing each other, whether it's teams or singles and now in IG. They might be the only people that do that in all in all three divisions. I'm not sure. I'm not sure either, but it's just it's exciting anytime these two play together. And again, like you said, Ethan's not known for this. We've seen him hit some of the IG slices and singles, but is that going to translate over into the actual IG matches? And with, you know, Paul... 
the dude was good. He played against Chance, but you know, Chance came out on top. But now, now is his chance to also push farther and see if he can get up against Robert Parker when this is over. That's right. I also, I right away, I, I immediately think of Mike Kalinowski and Rachel Cushing played each other in both IG singles and teams. But, but it it just shows you they're in they're in very good company there. And this is this is big for the suspects. It's really big for Swag. I mean, not to we're not pouring any salts uh, on any wounds here, but Swag's had a tough season. They have a rough season, and and tournament season can turn everything around. And Winston needs the win. I mean, the reason why that Chandru is not in the tournament is because Chandru's playing for the championship and Chandru's going after the title. So in, in, in order to make sure that, you know, that, that happened, they put him in that run. He did it against Parker. And speaking of Parker, the winner of this match here today plays Robert Parker. So there's so much on the line. We're excited to see it. And so you guys know the history of Erwin Oyama and how it got to be here. Here you go. Knowing the level that he plays at, I know I'm going to face him again. This is not the last time this of match is going to happen. So the IG tournament is here, and what's that? Who are the suspects putting in? Ethan Irwin? What are they, crazy? Once again! Triple threat player, Ethan Irwin, following in the footsteps of the other truly great triple threat players. Your Rachel Cushings, your Mike Kalinowski's. End of list. That's right, Chance. Try again. When Sam asked me if I wanted to play in a geekdom, I'm like, wow. I mean, I guess I've always kind of joked about it, and he finally called my bluff, so I said, sure. Let's do it. I've been having a great year. It's been going great, but you know, momentum only takes you so far. It's my first time I've ever played. They'll put me against a rookie. No, I'm against Paul friggin' Oyama. He's really just a player that came in and won right away, which is something that I tried to model myself after. I gotta put myself to the test. And these are the kind of opponents at this point in my career I'm gonna be playing in pretty much every single match. I have to say, he and I are starting to have our own little rivalry. And I love the guy. I think he's great. And I think he's incredibly smart. And frankly, I think he's going to destroy. Ethan's still an incredible player. I still think if we play again on any, any given day, anyone can win that match. I think that if you watch the match, it's kind of obvious that that's the case. I, I'd love to play him again and, and uh, bring my A-plus game. Today was my A game, but I, I needed that A-plus, I think, to come out with the W. He said, Oyama, that guy knows his IG movies. I said he does. But you know yours better. Look, I don't think I have the greatest of chances, but I, I'm going to give it my all, guys. I think I might actually have a real shot at this. Show the Schmodown world what a new triple threat player looks like. I mean, when you look at that promo, you think the majority of it is, is 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 this a singles match? Is this a team's match? No, it's an IG match between two of the greats of the game. But what are we going to see from Ethan Irwin in IG? That's the big question. Paul, we know what Paul can do in IG. We know that he's got strengths in IG. And knowing Paul Oyama, he's probably a thousand times better um, now than he was last year in it because the kid knows how to study. He knows what to do. He knows how to how to improve his game. 
they suspects had to be confident enough in Ethan Irwin's ability in IG to put him in the tournament. Yeah, I mean, you have to be able to believe in both these guys to be able to push you guys farther in the tournament. We know that they both know a lot, but how much do they know in IG just in this match alone is going to be very telling. Well, and just to let everybody know, so yes, the match between Irwin and Merle aired last night on pay-per-view. So if you watch that and you're wondering um, how come we're not talking about that, this match was taped before that match aired. So we don't have the results of that match. So whether or not Ethan Irwin lost that match or won and is the champion, we don't have those results yet. So if you're like, wait a minute, Ethan should have the belt right now. Well, it was pre-taped, and we are now going into this match. PJ, are you ready? I am if you are, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the movie trivia showdown. Three rounds in the Inner Geekdom Division. Introducing first. Representing the usual suspects. Making his Inner Geekdom debut. He is the former movie trivia schmodown Chamuel World. Ethan, big time, Irwin. Ethan, big time, Irwin. I have to tell you, I haven't said making his Schmodown debut for yeah. you in quite a long time. I think it was in 2018, and right before this match started, Ethan, you're playing like the Ethan of 2018. What a season it's been for you thus far. Easily making a run for Player of the Year. Um, what was the de- behind the decision to play in uh, in IG? Well, I won't lie to you. I was as surprised as you were when I when Sam was like, "Hey, you you want to do IG?" I'm like, because uh, I think I think Rue's going to take it. And I'm like, okay, let's let's give it a shot. Look, I've I've always kind of you know joked about dabbling in it, and he called my bluff, and here we are. This is a way to debut, and it is against uh, Paul Oyama, who you seemed you can't get away from this guy. So how is it? Wouldn't want to. You wouldn't want to. I know you guys have been very become very close friends, um, and now you're playing against each other again. Does it does it bring out the competition more so playing against someone that you respect as much as Paul? Oh, definitely. And and what I really like is someone like Paul. No matter what happens, if I win, I feel good about it. If I lose, losing to somebody like Paul, totally fine with it. So you know, the guy knows everything. Well, look, man, you, we know we've seen you in singles. We've seen you in teams. What has it been like jumping into this? Like, are how have you been preparing? Are you, like, ready to go? Are you rearing and ready? I mean, I'd like to say yes, but let's see how it goes. I There's definitely categories that on that wheel that I'm like, if I get them, great. And there's others if I get them, I'm like, well, let's see how it goes. Because, you know, I, I I've seen all the films in certain franchises, and yet the retention level compared to other, other franchises is not as good. That's what I like about you, Ethan, the confidence. So, (laughs) with that, we'll see you in just a moment. And his opponent, representing Swag, with a record of zero wins, one defeat in the inner geekdom division. He is the former... Movie Trivia Schmodown 
champion of the world, prime time, Paul Oyama. Paul Oyama, same thing, man. Same question I have for you. It's uh, you just can't seem to get away from big time versus prime time. So. Really? Same question, man. Is it is it does it get exciting no matter what division it is to go against uh, Ethan? I think it does, and especially in a different division. I think one that is kind of kind of new for us. I think, and you know, I've, I've played in it once, but um, this is kind of almost like a lark for the two of us. So it's going to be interesting to see how we play. I know Christian name dropped two names that he was comparing us to in the opening. Don't expect maybe a <laughs> Rachel Cushing, Mike Kanowski type of match, um, but I'm super stoked to play Intergeekdom again. Um, and yeah, we'll see how this one goes. I have no idea what Ethan's going to play like, so it's a real wild card. PJ? Well, look, man, I mean, similarly to what I was asking Ethan, what have you been doing to prepare for this? Again, you've only played in this division once, and it's changed drastically since last season. What was it like for you making this decision to jump back in? Well, I've been looking at some of the new categories. You know, um, I watched all the movies in the Barbie Cinematic Universe before finding out they're no longer in inner geekdom, so I was disappointed by that. Um, but no, I mean, I'm excited. A lot of these movies, I mean, I've they're just movies, ultimately. You know, like all intergeekdom movies are just movies, and I've, a lot of these movies are movies that I like. Um, so it's it's kind of fun to dive into them at a new angle, almost, and to look at them from a different point of view. Um, and that's one of the things I'm most excited about. It's like this is just is kind of a reinvigorating type of trivia. So it's, it's different than singles and teams. So um, it, it's fun to kind of dip your toes in every once in a while. All right, PJ, our competitors are here, and here are the rules of round number one. The competitors are going to get ten questions in the realm of intergeekdom, worth. One point apiece, 10 questions from random categories given to all of the competitors. They have 15 seconds to write each answer. Their answers must be said aloud when revealing the response. All questions are worth one point. You get a perfect round. It triggers a one-point bonus. Competitors may request a question three times during the match in its entirety, and a competitor can challenge a ruling once during the match. Reversals let you keep your challenge and no stealing in this round. All right, so we asked Paul Oyama. Are you ready? Set your clock. Let's do this. Ethan Irwin, are you ready? Always be closing. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. Round number one, question number one in the Ultimate Schmodown Inner Geekdom Tournament. We're going to ask you first, who said it? Which X-Men villain said the following quote? There are dark forces, Wolverine, human forces, building a weapon that could bring about the end of our kind. What do I want? I want your help. Now, Christian, if someone comes and asks you that, what's your response? I'm too tired. Ask somebody else. That's my, that's my response to everything. No, Jesus. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. We start with Paul Oyama. I have Magneto. You have the correct answer. And Ethan. I too said Magneto. Tied up, ladies and gentlemen, between big time and prime time. And now, PJ, question two. Question two comes in the realm of Superman. What year saw the release of Man of Steel? PJ, what do you think about the question writer? You think uh, you think he's a good person? No, he's got <laughs> a bad ego. Uh, I think we need to throw him out. Hell of a movie collection, though. Five, four, three, two, one. Hands down. Hands up, please. We start with Ethan Irwin. 2013? Yes, sir. Paul Oyama. 2013. Uh, nice, nice sell. And here is <laughs> question number three. We're going with Alien and Predator. Which actor 
in Predator 2 says the line, it's taken us over two weeks to learn his patterns. He comes here every two days to feed. Seems he has a taste for beef. I could really use a good burger right now, speaking of beef. Well, you don't look like you you don't look like you've been eating a lot of burgers. You slimmed down, my friend. <laughs> you know, man, of all the things that I did during the pandemic, that's the thing I'm most like. Yeah, man. Four. <laughs> good. Three. Two. One. Pens down, hands up, please. And we're gonna start here at Paul Young. Danny Glover? It's incorrect. And for Ethan. Gary Busey. Oh, that is absolutely correct. You know, have changed it. You know, you know how hard it was for me to, to not read that as Gary Busey. That whole <laughs> right here. Oh, I had a feeling when I was writing it. Yes. All right, here's the next. Uh, here's the next question. Question number four comes in the realm of Planet of the Apes. Which actress plays primatologist and veterinarian Caroline Arana in Rise of the Planet of the Apes? And now I'm getting a dose of my own medicine, having to read the stuff that I've written. Yeah, exactly. You think it's so funny, huh? You just got yourself. Yeah, and you know. That's right. And five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. First one. In category of Planet of the Apes, which actress plays primatologist and veterinarian Caroline Orohana in Rise of the Planet of the Apes? Ethan Irwin's first. ATE has two remaining. Using a JT, we'll see if it pays off in a moment here. In five, four, quickly. three, two, one. Pens down, hands up. Ethan, we're going to start with you. Uh, I did not have it. Did not have it. And Paul Yama tied the game. Frida Pinto. Yep. Sir. Yep. So Paul Yama ties the game here and sees himself now at 3 3 as we get to our next question. This is question five. We're going to go to the Wizarding World. In the Chamber of Secrets. What article of clothing was given to Dobby to give him to give him his freedom? So no perfect rounds on the table this week, Christian. No, not not on this particular one. And, it's, and look, in Intergeekdom, you see that quite often. Star Wars is a little yeah. rare these days, but Intergeekdom happens quite often. Five, four, three. I even had Busey too, two, and I changed it. One, hands down, hands up, and Paulo Yama. A sock. Yes, Ethan. Oh, I say scarf. Ooh. So Paul Yama takes the lead now, and it is now 4-3. Primetime going up by one as we get to our next question. It's question six. And question six is in the realm of animated movies. You will find the International Superhero Accord officially legalizing superheroes in what animated film? So you just watch. You say it doesn't matter if it's singles, if it's teams, if it's IG. The intensity of both these guys and how good they both are. Yeah, man. Uh, the work they put into just incredible. Four. Watch us both miss this question. <laughs> One. Hands down. Hands up, please. And now we start with Ethan Irwin. Oh boy, I said the Incredibles. That is incorrect. I and, know. And Paul. Just like another match, somebody forgot the two in the Incredibles yep. two. Yes, it is Incredibles two. So. Paul, because he put that two in there, sees himself up by two. It is now 5-3, five, 5-3, three, five, three, as we get to our next question. And dystopian time travel films, here it is. Mary Alice plays the Oracle in which 2000s dystopian film? You know, sometimes I look at the stuff that we write, Christian. Yeah. And I couldn't compete. I think you're full of it. 
I don't know. You've just been waiting to say that because you know you're not, you're lying. Five, four, three. I would never do such a thing. Two, one. Hands down. Uh, hands up, please. And we start with, excuse me, uh, Paul Oyama. The Matrix Revolutions. Yes, and Ethan. Matrix Revolutions. Ethan, I would have fired you if you missed that one. I would have fired myself. So it is now 6-4. Paul has a two-point lead. And to let everybody else know, Sam Levine also got that correct. So my favorite, <laughs> yeah. <Proud of> you, <laughs> Sam. My favorite is when Sam screams at the television. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's other people's in this house's favorite. But <laughs> All right, let's go. Next question. Uh, we are going to question number eight in the realm of Transformers. In what Transformers film will you find the Wizard Merlin helping the Guardian Knights? Christian, what are your overall thoughts on this franchise? Mm, uh, I don't know. It stinks. It's my, minus, minus the animated film and Bumblebee. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Hands up, please. And this time we're going to start with Ethan Irwin. Uh, Transformers: The Last Night. Yes, sir. And Paul Oyama. Transformers: The Last Night. Paul Oyama, Ethan Irwin, and Sam Levine all get it correct. And here <laughs> is <laughs> next question. Here it is. We are. Oh, we're at question nine. It's a mixed bag. Which actor stars as Dukin Vizla, known as the Black Kaiser, who is nearing mandatory retirement? In the 2019 film Polar, Polar, not Polar, Polar, you idiot! Hey, you got there. That's like really that. what's important. Yeah, I have conversations like that with myself all the time. Just finally caught on camera. <laughs> Five, four, three. Not to be confused with Kaiser when he wore those dreads, Black Kaiser. I was, I was a representation <laughs> of Tom Dagnino, for God's sake. Right? <laughs> Here is the. Uh, the answer. Right, so we start here with Paul Yama. I love when he uh, dances. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen. Yes, and Ethan. Mads Mikkelsen. Ladies and gentlemen, we see ourselves at the moment. It is eight six, eight six, and here is the final question. PJ, what do we got? I I've been waiting to say this since we introduced it. The category is swashbuckling adventure. Who plays the role of Joshimi Gibbs in the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? You like these I, movies, Christian? I, that's the first one. Um, when I like, when you when you asked that question, I had the same exact look as both the competitors. Like, what did you just say? Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, hands up, please. And we're going to start with Ethan Irwin. Uh, this is completely wrong. I said Brenton Thwaites. No, sir. And Paul Oyama. Omar Sy. That's not right. Looking for Kevin McNally. All oh, right. Okay, Mac. I forgot. <laughs> so we have a score here of eight to six between the two singles legends. It is Paul Oyama with eight, legends. Ethan Irwin with six. I'll give you that. Paul, I think you <laughs> Paul is eight and Ethan with six. And we're not getting to round number two. It is the wheel round, ladies and gentlemen. Here are the rules of round number two. Each competitor is going to spin the wheel, they can re spin it once unless the wheel lands on opponent's choice of course competitors will get five questions from 
the category that they spin on. The questions are worth two points apiece. Unless you go to multiple choice, then it's worth one point. Competitors have 15 seconds to answer each question. You can steal if your opponent gives the wrong answer. Repeats and challenges are still in effect. As we have Ethan Irwin has only used one thus far. He has two left. Oyama has all three. All right. So, Paul Oyama, you are in the lead at the moment. It is eight to six. Would you like to go first or second, sir? I will defer to my bespectacled opponents. Okay. So, with that, we're going to bring in Sam Levine. Hey, dude. Oh, hey. Hey, how's it going? Good. You having some fun? I am. Uh, you know what? Honestly, I did slightly better than I thought I was going to. The only one where it was Freda Pinto, where I was like, I do know this somewhere buried. The rest were like, I never would. They, they were not in That's all right. Look, here's the good news. It is a two-point deficit, and in yes. this uh, type of uh, d in this divisional play, we get an extra round two question, so yep. that can easily be made up. It is not as big a deal as it is elsewhere, and uh, you're playing great, man. For a, a first-time IG player, I'm very impressed. I hope everyone watching along is as impressed as I am, and uh, you got this, dude. I mean, Thanks. I might have gotten seven in that round one, but it's not I a competition between you and me. I would have gotten. I should have gotten seven. That's anyway. okay. Let's do it. Right. We're, we're going to run this one. Let, right. Absolutely. I feel very good about this round two. And here's the spin. Meryl Streep. Meryl <laughs> Streep. Not on this wheel, Sam. Not yeah, on that wheel? Wrong, uh, maybe. Wrong maybe. Are you sure maybe. Mixed Bag isn't full of Meryl Streeps? Star Trek is, though. Star Trek. Would you like to keep Star Trek or 60 seconds to decide? I, I don't know, Sam. I don't know on this one. What do you think? Ah, I mean, I feel pretty good about it. These are almost certainly going to be deep cuts. How do you feel uh, about some they, deep cuts? Uh, you know, I feel pretty good about it. Let's do it. Okay, I guess we're going to take the Star Trek deep cuts. Give us your worst, PJ. All right, so <laughs> Ethan Irwin has Star Trek. He's spun it. Ethan, you're going to get five questions in the realm of Star Trek, sir. Are you ready? I am. Here you go. Ethan, what year does the majority of Star Trek first contact take place in? That's a good one. Is it 2063? Yes, it is. Two points for Ethan Irwin. All right. These are deep cut questions. <laughs> Here's question two. He says answering with these. Who directed Star Trek Nemesis? Stuart Baird. Yes, sir. That is two more points for Ethan Irwin. Question three. What is the term for the Vulcan mating period, which is referenced in the search for Spock? Pon Far. Ethan Irwin doing really well here. Two more points there for Ethan Irwin. And we get to our next question. This is question four. What is the name of Kral, K-R-A-L-L, Kral's henchwoman played by Lydia Wilson in Star Trek Beyond? I'm going to have to go multiple choice on this one. Is it A, Jayla, B, Sophia, C, Kalara, D, Sarah? I'm going to go with C, Kalara. That's it for one more point. All right, so, Ethan, you have one left, and here it is. Alan Ruck plays John Harriman, captain of the Enterprise B, in which Star Trek film? Uh, Star Trek Generations. Ethan Irwin, hell of a round for Ethan Irwin. Gets his strength and shows why, as we now see ourselves 13-8. Excuse me, 15-8. 15-8. Ethan Irwin gives himself a seven-point lead over Paul Oyama. All right, Winston, you got 60 seconds starting now. First of all, Paul Oyama, way to come out here with your first round, baby, and do what you got to do. Second of all, 
I got the whole turtle layer behind me, and I know this is where Ethan wants to be more than anywhere, so whatever. Good for him with his whole little Star Trek thing. Let's go out here and get these points, baby. How you feeling? I feel good. You know, honestly, if you would have told me going to this match, he's going to spin Star Trek, and I'm only going to be down seven going into my spin, that's not bad. Um, you know, who knows what happened in round two, but I feel like I'm in a pretty good position. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Let's go get these points, baby. Come on. And the spin is in. I was meant to ask you, Paul, how do you feel about Hawaiian shirts? Um, they're interesting. You know, we don't call them Hawaiian shirts here, but, uh, you know, they're not bad. Just gonna go ahead and um, take this off real quick. <laughs> uh, scores and soundtracks. What do you want to do, man? You want to keep this? You want to spin again? What you, what you want? I know you said this is one of the on the towing the lines one. I think because of the deficit, I would I want to spin again. I think so. I think that's a smart move. Yeah, All let's right. respin that. All right. So whatever Paul lands on here, he's got to take, and here's the spin. Is it I'm just me or to get a little bit colder in here? Like I feel like my chest is so cold. <laughs> All right, the spin is in, and now we're landing on X Men film. All right. Well, hey, X Men. Hey you're the best at what you do, and what you do is not very nice. Go handle your business. All right, so they are here. Paul Oyama now has five questions starting now. All right, question number one, Paul. In the world of X-Men, in Deadpool 2, what is the name of Bill Skarsgård, Skarsgård's acid-spitting character? It was also the nickname of one of my teammates once upon a time, Zeitgeist. That is correct for two points. Two points for Oyama. As he makes up a little of that deficit, now he's down by five. Going into question two. Question two. In X-Men First Class, Klaus Schmidt says to young Eric that his gift is unlocked with anger and what? I'm going to go to multiple choice. Is it A, despair, B, stress, C, rage, or D, pain? Five. Oh, wait. Oh. Sorry. <laughs> I was just looking up. The count, the count was still up. The count was still up. Sorry. Fine. It should be on now. I'm going to say D, pain. That is correct for one point. That is correct. All right, here is question number three. Question number three. Here it is. In X-Men Days of Future Past, William Stryker says that his son Jason is coming up on how many years old? Multiple choice. Is it A, six? B7, C8, or D9? That clock, please. I'm going to stick with my gut, and I'm going to go with B again, 9. That is incorrect. So, Ethan, for a one-point steal, we'll repeat the question and your options. In X-Men Days of Future Past, William Stryker says that his son Jason is coming up on how many years old? Is it A6, B7, C8, or D9? I mean, this is, I was going to say brown, so I guess B7? That is also incorrect. We were looking for C8. Oh, eight, no. All right, so we see ourselves right now, 15-11, Paul Yamasil has two questions left on the board in the realm of X-Men. Here is the fourth question. In X-Men The Last Stand, which actor plays Warren Worthington II, the head of Worthington Labs, the corporation developing the cure? I'm going to go to multiple choice again. 
Is it A, Michael Murphy, B, Joseph Summer, C, Bill Duke, or D, Daniel Cudmore? I'm going to go with A, Michael Murphy. That is correct for one point. All right, so here's where we're at at the moment. Ethan Irwin has a three-point lead. Paul Yama can cut it down to one if he gets this question right with two points. And here is the question. All right, the final question. Which character in the X-Men franchise says, just because there's not war doesn't mean there's peace? If you want to teach your kids something, teach them that. And five, four, three, two. Repeat the question. First one. Which character in the X-Men franchise says just because there's not war doesn't mean there's peace. If you want to teach your kids something, teach them that. Five. Four, three, multiple choice. Damn. Is it A, Magneto, B, William Stryker, C, Bolivar Trask, or D, Raven? Magneto? That is incorrect. For a one point steal, which character? in the X-Men franchise says just because there's not war doesn't mean there's peace. If you want to teach your kids something, teach them that. Your options are, is it A, Magneto, B, William Stryker, C, Bolivar Trask, or D, Raven? Uh, I guess you go with D, Raven? And that is correct for big one-point steal. Big steal by Ethan. Sees himself up by four points going into round number three. And here is how it works. Round number three, the rules. The competitors are going to pick three numbers that correspond to three different categories. Each competitor gets three questions. Questions are worth two, three, and then five points. Should we get to it? Competitors have 15 seconds to answer each question, and there is no stealing or multiple choice in this round. All right, gentlemen, so we're going to start with Ethan. Ethan, you have three numbers from 1 to 16. What do you got? I will do uh, I'll do 15, uh, 7, and 10. All right, and for Paul Oyama? In that case, I will go with 12, 8, and 5. 12, 8, and 5 for Paul Oyama. All right. So we are going to remove Paul Yama and bring in Sam. 60 seconds, Sam. This is, this is a beautiful thing I'm seeing right here. Honestly, I mean, my friend, I'm, I'm so impressed with you right now. So proud of you. You are representing the suspects in a beautiful way. How are you feeling? Uh, good. I mean, like, I feel lucky. The fact that I happen to land on a, a slice that is one of the few franchises that I am very familiar with, I feel very fortunate. And I, I don't feel know what you're like... talking about. I know that you're very familiar with every single franchise am, covered in the inter intergeekdom division. It's all you talk about anymore. So stop right. being so humble. 
Uh, yeah, no, but look, I, but I thought Paul worked his way great through that last round. They All right, we can save that for the like, end. Look, right okay, now, fine. here's some strategy. I'm very excited. I'm going to I'm gonna answer, like, he's got to answer two questions before I got to do a thing. So that's exactly I'm gonna just, right. I'm going to chill out, and then if I got to answer two questions, I'll answer the questions. Yes, uh, that's exactly where I want your head to be. Uh, you're a beautiful man. You're doing beautiful things. And, uh, you know, uh, go Chicago Cubs. See you on the other side. Thank okay, you. my friend. Thank you, the suspects. Now we bring in Swag. All right, Winston, you got 60 seconds to talk to Paul starting now. Since, you know, Sam wants to bring up irrelevant teams uh, in the middle of this, I thought I would go ahead and put this up here, too. Nobody cares about the Cubs the same way nobody cares about my Cowboys, but it's it's that's neither here nor there. How are you doing is what I would like to know. I know that was kind of a rough round, too, but we got to push through it and not even worry about it. You feeling okay? Yeah, I'm all right. I mean, I get three quotes questions. That's just always going to be tough, I think, in a round like that. Um, when you're not, you know, don't have a full handle on it. Um, but I feel like I, I did all right. Obviously, it's still close. Um, and we'll see, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes down to it. I have pretty, I have good confidence in myself to answer my questions. And I think, you know, it's all about putting the pressure on him now. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you know, you know, what's funny about this is I'm realizing a little bit that Sam is also a little bit desperate because in the private chat, he's pulling a Roxy talking about great numbers, terrible numbers. That <laughs> makes me realize that maybe Sam is a little more nervous at the fact and that this is a division you're used to. And Ethan's going to have to pull his weight all the way to the end. So go handle your business. Let's get this dub, and then we'll deal with Parker a second time. All right, our competitors are back, and Paul Oyama will be going first. He's going to be trying to avoid the TKO. Paul, you chose Category 12 for your first category. Are you ready, sir? Indeed. All right, so for your two-point question, you chose Category 12, and that's going to give us the Wizarding World. The Wizarding World. Okay. All right, here's your two-point question in the wisdom. <laughs> in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, who is the f- whose is the first name to come out of the Goblet of Fire? Victor Crumb. Yes, sir, for two points, that is correct. All right, so now Paul Oyama looking to take his take a lead here should he get his three-point question. Paul, you chose Category 8, and that would be DC Films. DC Films for your three-point question. Here you go. Will Arnett and John Gallagher Jr. play Lieutenants Grass and Evan in which DC film? And five, four, three. Repeat the question. This is your second one. You have one left. Here it is. Yeah. All right. Will Arnett and John Gallagher Jr. play Lieutenants Grass and Evan in which DC film? The Losers? Incorrect. Looking for Jonah Hex. Oh, that's Jonah, right. Jonah that's Hex. Right. All right. So here's where we are. Paul Oyama has one JTE left. But he's got to hit this. If he hits it, it bounces back to Ethan. He misses it. Ethan Irwin will win via TKO and advance to the next round. All right. You chose Category 5, Paul, for your five-point question. That is animated films. Animated films. Here you go. For your five-point question. Who voices the role of Marianne in the animated film 
strange magic. Five, four, three. Repeat the question. So last one. Who voices the character of Marianne in the animated film Strange Magic? Helena Bonham Carter. And your winner by way of technical knockout, Ethan Big Time and the answer was Evan Rachel Wood. Evan Rachel Wood was the answer. And what a, I would say, upset here. Uh, the TKO victory by Ethan Irwin, who has now won in singles, teams, and the inner geekdom in one season playing at the elite level. Ethan Irwin, congratulations. Big three points and getting the TKO given a negative one to swag. Big victory here. Congratulations, gentlemen. We'll see you in the winner's circle with Steph Sabra in just a moment. That's a crazy, crazy match right there and a crazy uh, result because I, the only reason, I'll tell you this right now, I would have gotten that Evan Rachel Wood is because I have never seen a movie more than I've seen Strange Magic in the last month. My kids watch it over and over and over again. <laughs> my head was screaming to poor Paul Oyama, Evan Rachel won! Because I know it so well. But that was a tough question, tough match in general. Ethan Irwin gets the TKO victory, and he'll be going up against Robert Parker. If you would have said Parker versus Irwin was ever going to happen, ever, you'd be like, no, that match is never going to happen. Well, it's going to happen in round number two. It's pretty nuts. I mean, I there was no way that I could have seen it going down the way that it was going to today. And it was just it was fun and it was exciting. But Ethan walks away with a huge win now. And that is great for the usual suspects who are just on a roll right now. It, I mean, they, they're picking up a lot of victory. There's there's no doubt about that from the amount of um, just how many times Ethan has picked up the V in general. Yeah. Uh, it, it's been it's been impressive to watch. And these two guys are not done by the way because they're coming up on august 21st they're going up against each other again this time in teams and it's going to be a number one contender match so far ethan Irwin has has gotten the better of paul Oyama, but you can never count prime time out but ethan Irwin and the suspects get the victory today and now we're going to be throwing it over to steph sabra who's with big time and sam levine steph Ethan, Sam, congratulations. Ethan, huge ID, IG debut. How are you feeling, man? I, honestly, I don't know. I feel bittersweet about it. Like, yes, I'm glad I won. That. I'm glad I won, but I do feel like Paul got a bit of a raw deal, you know, on his spin. I lucked out. Um, those were very tough round three questions. So, look, he... Uh, but no, he played awesomely. I, I feel really good about it. I, this is one that I, as Paul said, I feel like we are doing kind of on a lark. So the fact that I can come in here, uh, get a victory, I, I feel very good about it. And I'm just, again, thanks again to, we had a really great study session uh, this past week. You know, Rachel was great. Marie and Nikki really helped out. Paige helped out. Frankie, Amaru, Liz. It was, the whole team was there. So it was really, I, this is for them. 
It was really fun to watch from start to finish. And Sam, even after round one, when Ethan didn't have the greatest round one, you still said you were proud of him. You still said he was bringing you pride to the usual subsets. And now, Ethan, he got the TKO. He got three points. How do you feel now? That's something no play not a lot of players have done. No, you can you can count on half of one hand the number of people who have ever played in the Schmodown who can hold their own in three separate divisions. And uh, I will proudly add Ethan's name to that list now. That was a tremendous performance. Like, sure, other players can play an IG. They'd maybe get five, six points the whole match. He put up real numbers in a division he's never played in. And yes, I agree. Our, our friend Paul, who we all like, got some bad luck with his spin, with his numbers. But, I mean, you still did have to answer a whole bunch of questions to put that pressure on him. And I don't want to take that away from you, man. You did absolutely amazingly well. I'm so impressed. I know the rest of the suspects are impressed. And I hope the whole league is on notice. We got a triple threat player on our hands here. Well, just to go off that, Sam, I think the league is on notice because the usual suspects have been really firing back this season in a way that you weren't starting. And now you're finishing really, really strong. How are you feeling about the season thus far? I feel phenomenal. I mean, Ethan alluded to it. We have this group of people in the suspects who love to study and support each other. I mean, Every day we are sending each other questions. We are prepping questions for uh, another player. We are having study sessions. It's a wonderful little family we've created here and everybody is putting in the work and it is so delightful to see all that hard work paying off in victories like this, victories like uh, Liz and Ethan are having with Lightning Time, victories all of our others are playing, our, our other players are having, like Nikki DiMolanta, are you kidding? So I just, I'm so proud of this group. And Ethan and Liz and Drew, I, I am so in love with them leading the charge and everyone following their lead. And uh, once again, shout out to, uh, to Paige, the MVP of our study sessions. Uh, and uh, yeah, I just, I, I love everyone in this faction. They, they make me so proud. Well, the MVP of today is most definitely Ethan, I gotta say. Now you got Robert Parker next. You joked about it, but seriously, how are you feeling about going up against the dangerous spider himself? I mean, look, it is, uh, it is, uh, it's, it's scary. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I, I look, I was scared going into this one, and I'm doubly scared now. But uh, fortunately, you know, I can, I have more time to study. Uh, again, they've given me some great study guides. I think we've seen just from this match areas that I'm gonna focus on and areas that I feel really good about. So yeah, no, I mean, look, he's great, but I've also seen him lose. So uh, as I said here, let's see what happens. But I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna have a lot of fun. And final question for you, Ethan. Now you've defeated Paul in singles and in IG, and you're going to be playing him in teams. Are you hoping for a hat trick, possibly? Sam's I would, looking. <laughs> look, I, I would love it. And obviously, obviously, Liz and I have been playing great, and she's been phenomenal, and I think has been, you know, really carrying us through all of our round twos. So, uh, you know, if we're able to do that again, I think great. But obviously. Those guys played a perfect game last time, you know, in their last match against Rushmore. So, you know, it's it's gonna be a fight, no matter what happens. So, but I, I look, I'm I'm always just excited to see Paul. He's a great guy. So anytime I get to uh, to to face off against him, I'm, I'm happy to do it. Yeah, watching you two compete against one another was truly so much fun. Congratulations again, Sam and Ethan. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Steph. Thanks. 
Well, Ethan's put another stake on the claim for player of the year this year because of what he's been doing in in singles and teams and now a victory in IG. And Sam's right. There are not a lot of players that can say that, they, that they've that they been able to do that. And he didn't just do it. He did it against Paul Oyama. Paul Oyama is a great player. And even though that's not his primary division, he's really good in IG. He knows IG really well. Whether you got a, a favorable spin or not, a victory is a victory. And Ethan, Ethan Irwin takes the victory and beats primetime. Um, Ethan's playing on another level right now. This might even be better than his 2018 run. Honestly, it really is. And I mean, again, you, you're right. Even if it came down to hitting the strength, I mean, these are deeper cuts than the stuff that you normally see in singles and teams. And so, and he ran it, got a couple of steals. Like, he was just the dominant player. It was it was impressive to watch. And it's also because of the respect that these two guys have. But mm -hmm. now, Winston Marshall and Paul Oyama are standing by with Steph Sabra. Steph? Winston, Paul, it's good to see you both. I know it's not in the way that I would hope, and I'm sure you too as well. But, Paul, I just want to check in with you. You had a great first round. You were on top, and then round two seemed to get um, a little in your head. I know that, that you had two quote questions. Is that what really did it for you, you think? I mean, I think in, in general, this I do want to dispel something. Like, I didn't lose this match because of the wheel. Like, there was no category that was, like, a secret going in. Like, mm -hmm. I knew every movie that could possibly be asked about. So this is really the division. If you lose, it's just on you. You didn't you didn't work hard enough. Um, and that is what it is. I just put my work into the wrong areas. And it's not that um, I didn't try or whatever. But it just, you know, it happened to come up in areas that I didn't put as much time into. Um, but I, mean, I can't oh, let I, you do this. I can't let you do this. Come on, man. First of all, first of all, I done took the damn shirt off. We were doing well in round one when I had the shirt on. We don't know what we called them, but, but I took it off. So that's on me, first of all. Second of all, I done put the Cowboys stank on the match. I, we were doing fine with the turtle layer, and then I did that. So that's on me. You know what I'm saying? And third of all, I done pissed off PJ. He keeps giving me these crazy wheel questions. That's on me. You didn't do nothing wrong. You a beast. This was your match to win, and I screwed it up. It was me. I'll take the blame. I'm sorry, son. All my fault. You were the best. I'm the worst. I appreciate what you're doing, but honestly, I, I, we'll, we'll share the blame at, at most. Winston, I got to say, you made me cackle when you took off the Hawaiian shirt. Paul, it's good to know that that is not what it's actually called in Hawaii. <laughs> but Winston, I got to ask, it's another uh, minus one for swag. How are you guys going to turn this around the season? Uh, very simple. We're going to multiply all of those negative. If we ones keep getting minuses, if we get into the negative, does it bring us back the other way around? I was, I was going to know, Are sure. we playing like a golf kind of situation? Like that, the lowest Steph, wins? Like easy solution like that. to that problem. People don't realize that you're allowed to multiply negative one by all of your losses at one point. So people don't realize those are going to be bonus points that we get. Everybody else screwed, right? Everybody else is just in a lot of trouble. Because we're going to be out here just adding extra points for no reason. So, you know. So one plus one equals four. It's not actually two what we thought. Exactly. Two points is not two points. I'll explain later. Do you remember you remember in Big Daddy where they were like, I win. Well, why do you win? Because I win. That's that's the game we're playing. And people don't realize that yet. So have your little funds with your little TKOs and whatever the crap. We've already won. You just don't realize it. Oh my gosh, Winston logic is always going to be the best logic. But Paul, now looking forward, does this inspire you more to take over lightning time and get that dub? Uh, I mean, I don't think I could ever be inspired more to do that. That was already like a big kind of thing. You know, this, this, you know, obviously I, I'd love to enter this tournament, but I think that the teams and singles, that's where the bread is buttered, I think. And it's, it's impossible to deny that. Um, but I mean, look, they're great players and they're, I would consider them both friends. It's not like I'm like looking to 
grind them into dust. Um, I would just, I would love to get to a title shot. We're one match away, and who knows what will happen. Um, I have confidence in us, but you know, who knows what will happen in, in the team's division nowadays. I think t- things change at the drop of hats, so we'll see. Yeah. Hats. <laughs> Both you and Paul are some of the kindest and most competitive competitors. So it's always fun to watch you compete against each other. I know that there is a friendship behind the scenes. So when you were competing against him today, how'd you feel about his overall performance? Um, I mean, Ethan played really well. I think he bounced back from, I think, a, a bit of a struggles in round one. And obviously he just he got a category that he was really good at. And that's what happens in Intergeekdom. If you are good at certain categories and you get them, like you will win the match. That's just how it rolls. Um, that's what Intergeekdom is about, is knowing the depths of specific categories and hoping that those are the ones you get. Um, but I mean, he played great. Who Like, who, he could beat Robert. Who knows? You know, like if, if Ethan just gets a bunch of movies that he's seen a bunch of times, like he's obviously just as good at trivia in any kind of capacity as anybody else. So um, I don't see why it couldn't happen. Looking forward to the future, you have the opportunity to win teams in singles. Are those both your main focus right now moving forward? Yeah, I mean, I think you can't focus on one without focusing on the other. Um, you know, whatever the next match is, that's my focus. I think, again, like if you think if you're thinking too much in the future, like that, that's kind of arrogance. I think if you think about the past, um, that's 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 a mistake, too. So it's, it's about the present and it's about humility. Um, it's about taking the next opponent as seriously as possible. And each person I play gets the same amount of attention no matter who it is. Paul Oyama with the Yoda logic. Real quick, I'm going to tell you, Ethan, you did play well, bro, but you better have the secret of the ooze dealing with Parker next round. I'm just going to warn you, talk. You don't you don't want the smoke, son. <laughs> oh, Lord. Well, Winston, Paul, it's been lovely, and I hope to see you both soon. So funny to see Paul Oyama, who's carries himself so well these days it's such a contrast to when he first entered the league and how many uh how many uh you know bridges he he, he, he had broken uh but now sure. now he's he's beloved by by a lot and you can see why it was a classy classy uh, speech there at the end and now paul yama doesn't advance but he does he's his season's not over by a long shot he's got the the number one contender match against Lightning Time, which can put him in team's contention. He still wants to go for that team's title match. He's got the singles tournament. He still has the free-for-all shot. What he's going to do with that, we don't know. Swag needs to start getting some wins, though. Winston knows it. They know it. It could start with Chandru. It could spiral into the um, into the singles and the team's tournament. But they need some wins if they want to have that kind of uh, magic season that they did last time. But PJ, it was magic calling it with you, my friend. What a lot of fun it was here today. Dude, it was a it was so great. I, you know, thank you for letting me call it with you. I can't believe I got the chance. What a what an honor, my friend. I like you better than Ellis. Who said that? All right. So, <laughs> if thank you to Steph Sabra and thank you to the suspects and to Swag, obviously to our great team over at Skybound and everybody who makes the Schmodown happen behind the scenes. Thank you and thank you to the fans. Don't forget, we have so much coming up. If you ever wanted to come see us live, you got an opportunity to do it. If you're on the East Coast and you have an opportunity to get to that New York show, the tickets are on sale, and you haven't bought a ticket, what's wrong with you? Do it. Get your ticket. It is the SchmodownLive.com and the Spectacular. That is the biggest event. All the titles on the line December 4th, downtown Los Angeles. Everyone's going to be there. You want to see Chandru and Mike go at it at at the Star Wars, the Scum and Villainy Cantina in Hollywood? That's August 14th. Go to the SchmodownLive.com. Get your tickets. We got to get out of here. We're going to see you later. Thank you to everybody. Peace out.